0: SECTION 43 OF FAMILIAR INSTRUCTIONS AND EVENING LECTURES ON ALL THE TRUTHS OF RELIGION, VOLUME 2 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Larry Wilson FAMILIAR INSTRUCTIONS AND EVENING LECTURES ON ALL THE TRUTHS OF RELIGION, VOLUME 2 By Father Louis de Ségur the Resurrection of Lazarus. A miracle is an outward fact which evidently surpasses the forces of nature. It is the extraordinary exercise of God's almighty power in the world. To deny the possibility of miracles is to deny the power of God, and consequently his existence. Miracles being the seal of divinity, if Jesus Christ were God, he must have worked miracles, and we may ask of him, like the Jews of old, What miracles doest thou that we may believe? We need not fear to apply this test, for the public life of our Lord was an uninterrupted succession of miracles. The divine recital of all his marvelous works constitutes the gospel, and the most important and the most solemn of all is perhaps the resurrection of Lazarus. Lazarus was a rich man much loved by Jesus and the brother of Martha and Mary Magdalene. He lived at Bethania, which was fifteen furlongs from Jerusalem, and often offered hospitality to the Savior and his apostles. Now Lazarus fell seriously sick, and his sister, seeing that his life was in danger, sent to tell Jesus, who was then in Galilee, and said to him, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Jesus answered, This sickness is not unto death, but that the Son of God may be glorified by it. Notwithstanding the love that our Lord bore to Lazarus and his sisters, he remained in the same place two days. Then he said to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. Lazarus, our friend, sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him out of sleep. His disciples therefore said, If he sleep, he shall do well. But Jesus answered, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. When Jesus arrived at Bethania, Lazarus had been dead for four days, and was already laid in the tomb. Martha and Mary were overwhelmed with grief, and were sitting at home and weeping. Their friends and relations were still with them, trying to console them. But Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, rose immediately and went out to meet him, crying, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. And Jesus said to her, Thy brother shall rise again. I know, she answered, that he shall rise again at the last day. I, said Christ, am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, although he be dead, shall live. And every one that liveth and believeth in me shall not die for ever. Believest thou this? Yea, Lord, cried the faithful Martha, I have believed that thou art Christ, the Son of the living God, who art come into this world. And she left him to call her sister. And Mary, rising immediately, came in her turn and fell at the feet of Jesus. O Lord, she said to him also, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. And when Jesus saw her weep, And the Jews who had come with her, he was deeply moved, and his sacred heart being touched with divine compassion, he said to them, Where have you laid him? They answered, Lord, come and see. And Jesus wept. The Jews therefore said, Behold how he loved him. But others added, murmuring, Could not he, that opened the eyes of the man born blind, have caused this man should not die? Jesus therefore, again groaning in himself, cometh to the sepulchre. And it was a cave hewn out of the rock, and a large stone closed up the entrance. Jesus saith, Take away the stone. But Martha answered, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he has been dead four days. Did not I say to thee, replied the Savior, that if thou believe, thou shalt see the glory of God? When the stone was rolled away, Jesus lifted up his eyes to heaven, and cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that had been dead came forth, bound feet and hands with winding bands, and his face bound with a napkin. And many of the Jews who were present believed in Jesus Christ, and this miracle of the resurrection of Lazarus was spoken of throughout Jerusalem and in all Judea. The enemies of the Savior were consequently enraged against him, and they assembled together at Jerusalem at the house of the high priest Caiaphas, saying, What shall we do? This man doth many miracles, and if we let him alone, all will believe in him. Neither the Jews nor the pagans of that time ever thought of denying the miracles of Jesus Christ. If they could have done so, they certainly would, as that would have been the simplest means of uprooting the Christian faith from the very commencement. But how could they deny facts accomplished in the broad daylight, in the very walls of Jerusalem, or in the largest towns of Judea, in the presence of a multitude of people, and under the very eyes of the enemies of the Saviour? Therefore, Jesus Christ worked miracles to prove His divinity to the world. Like unto those reasonable and faithful Jews who believed in Him during the time of His mortal life, let us prostrate ourselves in deep humility at the sacred feet of our adorable Master, who became man only for love of us, who thus annihilated Himself and suffered and died only by a miracle of mercy. Let us believe in Him and lead a pure, innocent life a truly holy life, a truly Christian life. Let us give glory to God and save our souls for all eternity. But more than all, you who are miserably dead in mortal sin, with souls more terribly corrupt than was the dead body of Lazarus, hear now the sacred voice of the world's Redeemer calling to you. Come forth. Arise quickly, whilst there is yet time. Jesus is as powerful to save as when he stood weeping by the grave of Lazarus, and he is calling you, even now, to a joyful resurrection. End of section 43